0: Hello, welcome back to the Fully Living Podcast. This is episode, Wallahi. give me one second, I forgot the episode number, and we are uh... terrible host. <laughs> yeah, am absolutely garbage, or episode 92, We're almost at 100, I think we gotta do something Ninety I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. We, we definitely have to do something at 100 for sure. Yeah, yeah, like backflips or something, or I can try to do a backflip or something.
1: All right, man, I get to introducing, man. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, man? so
0: so 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 to my right, I have uh, Ozzy. Yes, yes, you're in the flesh. And, Ozzy. and to the to the right of him, we have uh, Mister Beyond Nine to Five Shemly. guys. Like <laughs> so, uh, so if you guys don't remember, Shemli was on a while. I think almost a year ago. I, I could find I could find out what episode number, but. Um, It was a while ago. He's a busy man. Busy man, you know? Busy, busy. Inshallah. I'm trying to to see what I think it was like,
2: uh, I remember correctly, it was like, you guys started like season two or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number three or something, number four in season two. I don't know. That's what I remember, Mike. Uh, Probably like 25 or
1: 30. Anyways, it was the pod that was talking about beyond nine to five. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of good stuff that was discussed. So, find that in the in the list and go through it and listen to it. It's
0: a great great listen. No, it's great. Yeah. So so he's back and and we're 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 trying to get a, a update. You know.
2: You know, you know what's um, crazy about that podcast? I had people actually come up to me after you know, I heard you on a fully living podcast, and uh, the reason why I actually reached out to uh, our boy Rex here. Because I was I was playing Juma at uh, Salah al like two or three weeks ago. And one brother, like I haven't seen him in a long time. He came up to me, he's like, hey, do you do uh, speeches? I was speaking now, like, I don't do that kind of stuff. And he started telling me how he heard me on the Playland podcast. And I'm like, well, yeah, it had a good effect. So I should probably reach out to Rex again.
0: No, yeah, absolutely, man. Did, like after after you did the episode, did, did you get people joining your course?
2: uh like I'll, I'll, i'm i not sure if they uh join my course or not do you
0: mm-hmm.
2: but i did have a like a number of people reach out to me
0: just yeah, out of okay. because
2: uh like i guess before we did that podcast a lot of people didn't know about this whole world of uh amazon third-party sellers
0: yeah no yeah it's, it's stuff a... that
2: you know you know unless you're in it so it's very beneficial
0: yeah so 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 yeah i guess let's get into it so since since the last time, are you we talked? Are you still doing that that course?
2: Yeah, we're still doing the course. We, we ramped it now, so mm-hmm. now instead of calling it a course, we more call it a mentorship.
0: Yeah,
2: program where now we're we're doing more one-on-one uh, programs with individual
0: people. Oh, so you're like working with the person? Yeah, to, yeah. So it's like to a
2: two-month, two-three month program where we work with people, and uh, you know, get the get them going uh, in, in a sense so uh, they can start doing Amazon full time.
1: Yeah, I can, I, I, as a, as a user of that platform, I can tell you guys, it is absolutely great. And he's a great teacher. So if you guys ever have
0: interest in being in Amazon, this is the gentleman to actually speak to as a, right. and in terms of like, in terms of like your own progress, how, how much bigger have you gotten since the last time we had a conversation?
2: Oh, uh, well, a couple of things. I've uh, grown probably twofold since we spoke Wow. Um, and that's partly all due to COVID. Uh, oh, yeah. COVID has boosted Amazon sales by, I think, at least 30 40%. So it, it was pretty crazy. Like, my sales literally doubled during April and May. And, uh, like, it, it, it was fun- it's a funny story. The, the, thing that, the thing that actually made my sales double was uh, ramen noodles.
1: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, ramen noodles?
2: I probably sold $80,000 worth of ramen noodles in two months.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. You're feeding a whole country room. Oh, it was just
2: it just started off me going to the Chinese uh, market and, um, you know, just looking out, getting some groceries. And I, just, I popped the ramen noodles. I'm like, yeah. Hey, let me just check how this is doing on Amazon. And, I, and then literally like, uh, my business was every morning I'll bring my van or truck. I'll drive to, you know, the local Chinese supermarket. So actually I'll actually go to like multiple supermarkets per day, mm-hmm. fill up the truck. And that same day, I'll get orders for the same items, and we ship it all.
1: See, wow. see, that's the part that I don't think people understand. Like, I know it's one thing for you to discuss, like, you know, all your sales have doubled. This that I don't think people understand, like, what you're doing to make that happen. You know, like, I've like I've legitimately seen this individual or something. Like, he literally will go to the store, and he will buy a whole section of something, and he will box that and sell it. And like that is actually how like things have worked out for you. So maybe can you can you like take us to your world a bit, like in terms of how you actually have gone about building something like this, you know? Like the yeah, work definitely. That into
2: it. The thing about uh, third-party sellers on Amazon is they they don't all advertise the hard work and hustle part of where they came from. So to to give a little bit of history about my roots and beginnings, as Osman said, okay. that's how I started off, just going to retail stores, Walmart, Toys R Us, Winners, Canadian Tire, Costco, going into uh, you know the section and the spilling everything into my cart Asking the employee, hey, do you have any more in the back? Yeah, he goes to the back, oh, you know, why are you doing this? XYZ, start a conversation with them. And he's doing store to store to store. So, and like probably two years ago, I used to drive all the way on to auto Montreal and come back in the same day. And just on the way there, hit up all the Walmarts, all the Toys R Us, on the way back, same thing. Oh, my goodness. In the, in, the, in the same day. Crazy in the same day. Right? Okay, and then I'll, Bro. And I'll wake up the next day. And I'm like, okay, where are we going today? And I'm like, okay, let's go to, uh, for example, let's go to Hamilton today. Same thing. Like, you know, oh, I, I, I actually thought about one time driving Thunder Bay. I didn't do it, man. but I thought about
1: it. Yeah, you know what, I, guys? I have a story about this guy from me. There was one time. This actually happened quite recently. This is during the whole Corona COVID thing. So he's been helping me do the whole Amazon thing. And he calls me up one time. And I'm thinking, you know, this guy. That's is he's going to talk to me about something Amazon-related, right? So I pick up, and he's like, Osman, yo, brother, so what's up? He's like, yo, um, do you have space for a couple of things? I'm like, okay, sure. Like, no problem. You can, like, yeah, store it. I have space. Why not? So my guy comes to me in his car. He opens up the back, and wallahi, his whole car is filled with hydrogen peroxide. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if you guys know what hydrogen peroxide is. But it's not something that you uh, consume or something. It's, it's like a chemical, bro. Like it's a legit chemical. The guy has his car filled to the brim. I said, brother, like, where do you want me to put this? I'm confused. He's like, oh, like I just bought the five dollars each. I'm gonna sell them for like fifty bucks. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, it's going fifty bucks right now. I said, Subhanallah. I can tell you guys, like, it was literally above my head the amount he's putting my in my garage. You know. So like, yeah. I see this guy literally, like, even till today. He he's bigger now and I'm pretty sure that he has more of an online type of presence now, but he's still going. And he's like, it's, it's hard work. Like he's going to places, packaging the stuff, bringing it, storing it wherever he can and then selling it, you know? And I think that in all honesty, when it comes to this Amazon stuff, that's the part that isn't really discussed, you know, the, the, the initiative, you know, the effort part of it. But yeah.
0: Yeah. So that dated, that dated, I didn't, I'm not gonna, lie, this is news to me. I didn't know there was like a day to day kind of, um, grind to it like this I'm not, I'm not my, my thought process and I'm assuming this is everybody else's thought process is like I order a bunch of things it's sitting in in a place and somebody's coming to take it and then I say I'm, my job is done basically
2: yeah it's uh, it's not as simple as that mm-hmm. but uh, definitely like at, at the level I'm at now I don't do that too much anymore Where, but I'm so open to doing that if the opportunity comes up but right now now we have some employees who pack the boxes. We have a couple of guys who go around to different stores for us. But uh, in the beginning, definitely, like, it's something that if I didn't do that, I know I wouldn't be here where I am today. Kind of had to go through that learning process, do all those things uh, in order to, you know, to get to this place today that, I uh, you know, I'm able to... Um... But you also learn a lot of things while doing that. You learn different types of products, different types of brands, you know. And the thing about Amazon is everything sells literally everything sells on Amazon, so just going through that whole process, you learn about different products and different types of things, which then makes the second step of going to this whole online platform where you know, you're not driving around anymore It makes it much easier
0: yeah, uh, and like in terms of i guess we could get into is like in terms of like now you said you like you kind of said you got to a point where you're like employing people and they're working for you, and they're like helping you throughout this kind of whole process. you know do you ever think that you'd get to that point starting off?
2: Definitely, definitely not, you know, because to, to to uh, the way I started off was I touched, I touched on it in the first podcast as well. I was working a full-time job at a cell phone refurbishing place.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, uh, you know, I was just going to do an Amazon on the weekends, you know, just go to a Walmart for two hours in the morning. And then you know, it was like that for two years. Right? I never really, um, you know, got past that point. But then uh, with the birth of my second son, I kind of had to stay home more and this, uh, the job wasn't really working out for me. Yeah. So I quit my job and then, uh, you know, at that point and at that point, you know, when you're in a need for money and that fire lit up within you and then after that, at that point, you just go on, hustle, hustle, hustle. And even then, at that point, I would never think, you know, I would have even one person working for me. You know, I was working out of my uh, in-law's, in-law's garage. So yeah. just working out there and then literally like minus 25 out there packing boxes. Because, you know, obviously the garages, you don't have no heat in them. Yeah. This packing box, you know, hands are freezing. I moved to a storage unit, same thing. You know, like uh one time we actually had a mice infestation in one of our storage units. Oh my god. We were packing out of there, right? And you know how the storage units are just moss all around. Yeah. Literally we come in there, it's literally like forty five mice. I'm not even joking. <laughs> like running everywhere.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> all over yourself. Oh my god.
2: Not, not all by myself, but I had my, like, me, I, I can't deal with mice, right? But my other worker, he didn't care. So I literally seen the mice. You know those movies where like, the mouse runs up, runs up your jacket? Yeah. To, like, <laughs> the man came at home, I think he took a shower of vinegar or something, but. No, oh,
0: that's my so scary. I'm that's, not going to lie. I'm sweet. Sweet. I hate
2: mice. There's, there's a lot of stories behind the hustle, and I definitely didn't think I would get to this point, and, you know, we just keep growing every day.
1: Okay, yeah. so you know, I I think I think like obviously like it's clear that Allah has like definitely opened up the the doors of 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 this of this business for you, which is great. In honesty, I Allah and continue for it to thrive yeah. and grow. But I wanted to ask a question though, like, what do you attribute a lot of the success to? Like, what if you had to like limit it to maybe one or two things that have you stick to no matter what throughout the process until today? It's something you continue to do that has allowed this business to continue to thrive. What would you say that is? Well,
2: so if I had to narrow it down to one thing, and there is actually one specific thing, which all of us know about. I mean, all of a sudden all the Muslims, all the people in the world know about, but which very few of us do. And this is actually the topic of my uh, thing tonight. The The title is called The Secret to Making Halal Money, right, my uh, my Instagram live tonight. Mm-hmm. And that's this. Is the this is the, the I guess the secret I'm gonna put out. So since the beginning, my secret has actually been sadaka. Every time I would load up my bank account, I would empty it into sadaka. Right, and that's it's starting from the very beginning, even to this day. And my, this is what I tell my wife we can we can never probably, probably never afford to get a house because I have this addiction to give sadaka. Wow. Every time my bank loads up, like you know. I just can't. I can't keep it in there.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: So that's, that's no. actually you could like a lot of things happen to me, which you know, I, like I would never attribute to myself my skills, also my nose. You know, in high school was I didn't have the best marks. You know, we failed a couple of classes together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's another <laughs> story. I don't. I don't know if the podcast is ready for those stories, yeah, yeah. bro.
2: <laughs> I, I actually, my, my English teacher gave me a 6%. <laughs> I six? <laughs> you, know, I, you know, some teachers, when they fail you, they give you like 49, 48 to just give you some hope. Yeah. Six, like, uh, you know?
0: She gave you a single digit.
1: single digit.
2: <laughs> Not even a
0: nine,
1: a six. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Miss Winnick, that piece of flipping, man. I do even <laughs> want to see her, man. But that girl, man, she's trying to ruin people's lives, bro. She failed I mean, me yeah. too, bro.
2: Yeah, the, the, the point is that, like, a lot of crazy things happened to me, which, you know, um, like, I would never attribute to, like, my, out of my own work or my own, you know, knowledge is, like, it's like a blessing from Allah. Like, one story I'll share with you guys is I, I was driving, I was making a trip to Ottawa, right? And it was a pretty dry trip. Uh, I'll see these dry trips happen a lot, like, where you drive, because you're going blind, right? Yeah. You don't know what's, what's going to be inside that store. So, I drove all the way into Ottawa, and nothing, nothing at all, right? Wow. So then, I, I made a stop at a, a mosque for like Maghrib Isha. I prayed my salahs. I dropped uh, you know whatever change I had in donation box. I come out. I'm like, okay, I got. I, I hit one more Toys R Us at this. I think it's a Toys R Us in Canada, Ottawa. So I go out there and then I'm literally searching the store. Empty, empty. Just when I'm about to leave, I look on the I on I look on the top shelf. There's like some. Uh, it's called a Monster hideout, right? So, I look it up, okay, this this might be good. And it's all at the top, and there's like 50 of them dusty, like they're all all dusty, meaning it hasn't been touched in a while. So, I asked the store clerk, hey, could you give me one of those at the top as I want to check it out? He brings it down. So, it's a a toy on sale for $7.98, and it's retailing on Amazon for 150 US. I I tell the store clerk, okay, bring me all of them down. (laughs) And then. You know, I got like 50 of them. I'm on the the checkout, checking out. And then in Ottawa, as you know, there's a lot of uh, white people. Mm -hmm. So then uh, this lady's like, why are you buying all this stuff for? Right? She pulls a race card at me, trying to stop me from buying the stuff. Wow. You know me, I'm like, in my head, okay, I'm thinking, okay, I can't say I'm going to sell these on Amazon. I'm not getting away with this. So I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, then I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to, we're going to send them back home. (laughs) In my head, I'm thinking, I'm going to send the money I make from this back home. Mm-hmm. So then I tell her that, she lets me go. So anyway, that's like a crazy story where, you know, where I've seen that Sadaqah helped me. And all through my journey, even when business gets slow, I know, okay, when it gets slow, I'm not getting enough Sadaqah. And, and that's actually been my secret. And I actually know a lot of wealthy business Muslim men, like my, some of my mentors, who are making millions of dollars a year, not in Amazon, but in other businesses. Mm-hmm. Their secret is actually to Sadaqah. So, you know how... Like you know, every 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 like every six seven months, people go back. Regular businessmen go back. Okay, see how much I made. Like these guys, they go back into account and they say see how much I gave.
0: Wow, I'm not gonna oh, lie. That's, to, that's crazy. Yeah, and like for after you said that, I, I say realistically, the way that we're conditioned in the Western world is like if I'm giving, let's say let's say somebody hears and says, "Yo, I'm giving my money," there's no way. That I, there's no way I'm gonna be able to save my money like doing this, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: But in 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 actuality, like the just just how you said it, you went to the mosque, you put all the change that you had in your pocket in the donation box, and 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 your last resort, you found a, an abundance of of like you made like maybe five or ten times the change you put in the, in yeah, the little donation 100, box. two hundred you know?
2: times the change I put. You know.
0: Exactly. So, so it goes to show that like giving not only is it good for you. Like, like if if you, if you ever listen to these, like uh, mental health or like happiness kind of podcasts or like books, they say you'll give to other, give to your friends, give to other people and it, it will make you happier, you know? And, and, and not only is it making you happier, it's also, is also benefiting you in your, in your, in your business, which, which is, which is like a, a crazy kind of thing to think about, you know? And, and going back to what you said, like, um, uh, like, as a as a as a Muslim person in the West, it's kind of hard to um, if you really sit down and think. Well, it's kind of hard to make uh, hal- like halal money, you know. Yeah. Even and even if you're in, uh, let's say, you get a degree and and the company you're working for, the mo- the way they're making their money is like not even completely. You, you, the way you think about it is, like, oh, well, am, am I am I am I am I sinning by even working in this job, you know? um maybe can you speak about like the peace of mind knowing that you know the the, the money that i'm making is completely like kind of clean
2: yeah so definitely like there's a it's a big thing where you're not i'm not ever sitting there questioning okay is the money i have haram because haram? you control as your own business you control whatever comes in and comes out so just like how you know most businesses have an accountant i actually have like a couple of you know students of knowledge and sh- sh- which I communicate with them on a daily basis or you know weekly basis before I make my controversial buys kind of thing you know. So, example, if I'm buying maybe if I'm buying food that has haram meat ingredients in it, like that's a, some of the question I would ask a sheikh. Or coming into Christmas, so you know, buying different toys or different, um, you know, different kind of thing, or even Halloween the candy and stuff. These are all questions that we bring to our, you know the sheikh that we we have that power to ask about something before we do it. And then we're not obligated to that now that we're doing those checks, we feel no we feel happy that you know the money that's coming in is totally halal. And that, that money is actually stretches longer than haram money, right? Yeah. And if you can think about like uh, different uh, you know, different kinds of people who are making two or three hundred thousand dollars a year, that money is gone really quick. Right? That, yeah. even if you talk to celebrities, like some of them say, Okay, I have seven million dollars, I feel like I'm broke. Right. Yeah, it's not about the crazy. quality of the money, it's about the quality of it. And that's what
0: the
1: halal money gives you. That's yeah, really interesting, actually, that you say that. Like, I was I was just listening to something from De Chappelle where he's like how his father told him that being poor is a mentality, you know? And, like, the circumstances of actually being broke is is, like, a moment in time, a circumstance that you hope to kind of, I guess, beat and kind of move past, right? But being poor, you're not poor. Even if you don't have money, you're just broke, you know? And that's a difference. Right. So I think that like it kind of plays to the same idea that you're discussing right now, where you're just like you have seven million dollars, but yet you still feel like you're poor, you know, and that's a very interesting like perspective, you know, um, it, even in light of like just what you're talking about, because I, I feel like you, your, your mentality when you're giving is that you're trying to help people. It's not about you. When historically, like the way that like the dunya set up is that like when you're trying to make money, it's only about you. It's about what corners you can cut. It's about how much money you can make. It's about how much what's the best deals for you. Right. But the element of sadaqah is like it's it's almost like it's 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 the exact opposite, you know? And yeah, Allah opens the doors up when you when you decide to do that. It is very beautiful actually to be honest. So I think a question that I have for you is what is your intent? What's your mindset when you decide to give the money away? Is it that Allah will give it back to you and bigger or is it I'm trying to help somebody? Like what's what's the where's your mind at
2: there's definitely no like who, I guess, two sides of the coin, like, like you spoke about, like giving charity in the West, sometimes it's not giving sadaqah because the way they phrase it, right? Even like big, huge businesses, when you see them giving that money to, you know, the k Boys and Girls Club, you see NBA donating that money there or they're giving it to different types of programs, right? There's two reasons why they're why they doing it. And you can see by their business practices how they behave, right? The first reason is they're getting a tax break. Right, because as you guys know, in Canada and the U.S., any money you give as charity to a charitable kind of thing, you get a reimbursement, a tax credit of fifty percent. Right, so say you have a say, you, say you made a million dollars on the year, and now you owe the government five hundred thousand dollars. Right, if you donate five hundred thousand dollars, your tax bill gets cut in half. So now you only owe the government 250000 dollars. That's number one. So that's a tax credit. Right. Number two is public image. It looks good that you're donating on that much money to XYZ organization and you know you might get more business, you might get people to follow you more and there's also like worldly benefits. So having those things in the back of your head actually makes it a fit not to give sadaqa in the West right? because you have those two, you know, shaitan attacks you from those two angles. Wow, that's interesting. But for me personally, what I do is I don't give to, I try uh, my best not to give to Canadian registered charities so I don't have that fit in my head, number one. So you know, it's not it's not about the tax break anymore, right? And the other thing is you try to give in secret. So now no one knows about it. You're not getting any worldly benefit from it. So the only reason has to be you want to get close to Allah, we're going to help these people, right? Which is actually the goal. And when I'm thinking, you know, I'm i I'm, uh, I'm giving sadaqah, you know, it's mostly because um, like, I don't know, like some people, I, I actually go on the internet, uh, go on like a GoFundMe or something, I search for things to give sadaqah to. Right, because I, I might be bored and instead of watching Netflix, instead of looking for, you know, more business opportunities, I would just search the internet for opportunities for sadaqah That's to find, you know, like, a, you know, sometimes you find like a poor family that's uh, running their own private GoFundMe that needs money for some operation. And then you give to things like that. So that way, you know, you feel you're helping them. At the same time, you're getting close to Allah. And as for me, added bonus, I know because of that act, my business will do better, which will give me more
0: money to give more.
1: Well, that's, that's, that's interesting. Rex, you got something?
0: No, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just kind of astonished. That's kind of like a beautiful thought process. Like, you know, I I don't want to, I don't want to put myself in any 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 part of this process. So, trying to put yourself away from it, you know, is 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 is, is it's kind of a hard it's kind of a hard thing to do because. Even like when 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 you're doing something to uh to like let's say again to give, it's like you don't even like so, like I, I sometimes I won't even register. Oh, and do I have my own kind of uh like motives f- for doing so? You know, um, and like the fact that you're going out of your way to not to not to make sure you I have no motives. I just I just want to give for the sake of giving. You know. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. It's. It's amazing, you know. Um, and I, let's talk a little bit more about the, the 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 course that that you're you're providing to people, like to give them the opportunity to do the same kind of thing.
2: Yeah. So um, the the program we have um, is uh, basically I designed the program to give uh, people um, the opportunity to know exactly what I know, as well as give them opportunity to. You know, leave that nine to five hustle and get into uh, uh, that that entrepreneurial lifestyle, right? So, we actually started mentoring people outside of Amazon as well, because the purpose of the course was, you know, to give them that freedom, the financial freedom to live their life and you know do only things on their own schedule. So, in the course, we offered that aspect as well as, well as entrepreneurial freedom. In the course, we we not only teach people how to sell on Amazon, we teach them how to deal with the government how to deal with taxes. We teach them how to deal with the banks. Um, We teach them how to, you know, interest rates, what's halal, what's haram. We have all those things included in our mentorship. So it's kind of a complete mentorship for a Muslim person who wants to pursue this, pursue um, financial freedom. And on top of that, you know, with the finishing touch, we we are pretty much, you know, very well versed in the Amazon world. And we have the opportunity there to teach them everything they need to know. And from there, it's just about them putting the effort in on their own and succeeding.
0: And do you have, like, maybe, can you share, like, maybe a success story of somebody you know that's doing really well after you taught them?
2: Yeah, so in terms of really well, so basically the way we work is we teach them how, um, like, how to sell Amazon. And then after that, it's about them buying inventory. So, you know... Uh, up to this date, every single piece of inventory we sold to our, our students has been sold. Right? We don't have any students coming back to me saying, oh, uh, you know, you sold us some uh, bogus inventory you didn't sell. So Alhamdulillah, every single student of ours is a successful story, number one. Right? Yeah. Number two is to give you specific success stories. So we had um, in our first class, uh, we had a couple of students in that class that, uh, you know, started off with us. So Alhamdulillah, to this day, we have one brother. He's, uh, he studies in New York. I don't want to mention his name. He might not want his name being out here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but uh, right now, he's selling like $250,000 a year on Amazon. And he buys him into it through us. We teach him. And even to this day, it's been two years, we still mentor him. He still comes back to us with questions. We help him out. And then this is like him, and he's self-sufficient now. now he actually opened his own business. Uh, he has, He got his own warehouse now. And he's still working with us, and we work with him. We help him out. Another story we have like we have um, one of the brothers, they're still not knowledge, uh, they seek knowledge, you know, teach Quran, and stuff like that. He's actually been buying inventory from us for about a year and a half now. Same thing. He took the course uh, last summer. Oh, sorry, two summers ago, he he took the course.
1: Yeah.
2: And now he's uh, you know, he's he's not he's not working a job, he's doing his um he's doing he's making his, he's doing his hustle and every, you know, every couple of months he puts his money back to Amazon, he gets inventory from us and we sell. So there's there's too many stories to mention. You know, we have one sitting in the uh, talk right now. Osman, yeah, Sman inspired the program too. He joined. He uh, hasn't been mm-hmm. active because he's been doing the studying, but he can give you a little taste of what we did.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like I could definitely speak to it. Um, first off, like the course in and of itself is very like it, it opens your eyes to a whole different like realm of thinking. To be honest, when it comes to like just idea of making money and trying to get on your feet that's what a lot of guys come to uh, some trying to do, you know, so it is a process. I'll tell you that. But one thing I, I understand is that like the more that you grow and the more money that you put in, the better that things happen for you, you know, and obviously like along with the right mindset and everything like that. But I can tell you that if we're talking about like his mentorship and being able to kind of help you along with this thing, it's like, it's, it's the most probably important thing when it comes to trying to be successful is like having someone who's preceded you in it, that is already good at it. So there's so many questions that I have and I know for a fact if I wasn't able to ask somebody who actually has the knowledge the the technical knowledge about like how to do this properly bro like I wouldn't be able to like even remotely taste any level of success you know what I mean so Alhamdulillah like I could definitely attest to like the things that he's saying about uh, Shami saying about the mentorship and being able to kind of like figure it out and even till today bro like I, I know he's a busy guy but he'll always answer my calls you know like if I ever have any <laughs> questions concerns and stuff and honestly like that's a hard thing to do like when, when, after you've already made your initial money from somebody, it's like, oftentimes they probably just let you swim. Like, you know, like you're in the pool now, you're in the sea, you just swim, but he doesn't let you just go there. Like he gives you like a life jacket and he says, all right, but you can always contact me if you have any questions. And genuinely, like he actually answers it, you know? Um. So, all that, man, I, I've, I haven't been able to get as involved as like other guys that I know who are in it, but I know for a fact that once I have the time, oh yeah, it's, I'm definitely getting involved, you know, further than what I've already been involved in.
0: But yeah. Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i wanted to get into uh basically what 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 happens like when somebody gets to the goal of entrepreneur um they say that they they kind of want to like redo that in another kind of space so uh i I know you have other kind of businesses that you started running like outside of amazon maybe um kind of talk about how 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 being successful in amazon helped you start the other businesses that, that you started?
2: Alhamdulillah. So um, yeah, we did start a couple of other businesses. Uh, obviously, as an entrepreneur, you want to diversify your income as much as possible. Because I guess as an entrepreneur, in, in case you know your business fails itself, the government's giving you no money, you don't get any EI, you don't get any benefits, so you're on your own pretty much. So we just try to diversify uh, your income as much as possible. So, uh, we opened uh, you know a couple other e-commerce platforms we're selling on Walmart now on Wish. We do eBay, uh, we do Shopify. So we have a lot of e-commerce stores, and also on the side of that, we've opened two other businesses. I have another business called uh, the Muslima Collection, which uh, that business is basically a business that runs a 100 percent charity business. So with the profits uh, from that business, we build wells in Uganda. So wow. to this day, we built eight wells already in Uganda.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: serving maybe about 10 to 15,000 people alhamdulillah, now. So that's one business we have going um, in Uganda uh, for, for the people of Uganda. Another business we just started recently, uh, a week back is uh, it's a catering business. It's called uh, Shams Cookhouse. And we're actually launching you know, our first meal next weekend. Um, the story behind that one is my uh, father-in-law who's been uh, like a chef of 15, 20 years, Had uh, chef at like, you know, huge Italian restaurants. Uh, at the last restaurant he used to work at, like Mayor Tory, all these NHL players used to come to the restaurant. So with him, partnering with him, we opened a new uh, business where we're serving out like high-end Italian food. So mm-hmm. that's the, the next business we have going. And that one, inshallah, hopefully to in the next coming years.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And and one thing I guess people don't talk about is that you give like you give your, your family the opportunity to to um kind of have their own entrepreneurial kind of businesses. You know, like you said, you're partnering with your um father in law and like I think that realistic that's what anybody wants, right? They just wanna be able to pro- like provide first of all and like give and give back, but being able to give somebody the opportunity to build their own business, especially like I um somebody like like somebody like, like that as being a head chef at, at a restaurant for so many years gets to gets to see firsthand that like, oh, I get to I get to create I'm I'm the I'm the, the person that gets to build this stuff on my own, you know, which is which is really interesting.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of like it's 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 sad to say, but I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs don't give back enough. They're mm-hmm. very selfish in their earnings and what they make and the experience they get. And they just wanna charge people for everything, right? Just like Osman said for the mentoring. Like, you know, if you reach out to certain people, okay, you want my advice now? It's a $200 for a mentoring call, right? When, you know, I just paid you for the course, why can't you help me out? Or even in general, even now, like people who I don't even know, they call me like on like unknown numbers, I answer and I might just have like a 15 minute phone call with them to explain, answering their question, right? Which I've never seen this person before. But the point is, you know, once you get to a level where you have knowledge and experience, you have to give back or else it's going to turn on you really quick. So that's why uh, you know that's why we had to try to give back as much as possible in terms of knowledge and experience. Yeah.
0: Um So yeah, I, I, um, I think th- that was great. You know, thank you for coming on and, and talking about um, like the you know updating the people on, on 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 the business and like yeah, I would say uh, like how can they reach you?
2: Yeah, so they can reach me uh, through uh, I guess Instagram Beyond Nine to Five. Um, and that's, I think that's the, that's the fastest way to reach me. Just send me a DM, and inshallah, I'll get back to you. And uh, whichever questions you have, uh, whatever it's about, you know, it doesn't have to be about Amazon. Whatever it's about, we'll, we'll get back to you really quick and make sure you know you get all your concerns and worries answered. Um, just one more thing uh, I like to say before we uh, end up, yeah, yeah. In, in the in the podcast. This is uh, something that I heard, you know, prior to starting my business, which really motivated me to come on this path in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's about, uh, you know, I was at a lecture going on. uh, One of these students I was talking about, he said, in this world, uh, you have two bank accounts, right? You have one in this world, you know, whatever it is, TD Bank, RBC Bank, whatever you keep your money, and one in the Akhira, which you're going to get to as well, right? So the money in this world is temporary, right? Whatever you make, whatever you save, it's always going to be here. The houses you buy, the cars you buy, the investments you make, it's all temporary. Once you die, it's gone, right? But the money in the akhira, it's always going to be there waiting for you, and it's going to be multiplied as well. So you, whenever you give charity, you're just investing into your, you're depositing into your uh, akhira bank account, right? So if you think about it like that, like your goal, just like your goal is to grind, you know, and try to make as much money as possible. Like the way I look at it, is my goal is to put as money, as much money into the akhira bank account as possible, and I'm going to cash out when I get there.
0: inshallah yeah that's that is that is amazing yeah and 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 again people you get caught up like you get caught up with thinking yo um i need to i need to make x amount of money by uh by 30 or i need to have this by this time i need to do this by this and 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 one thing we forget is that like there's no guarantee there's no guarantee that you're gonna get to that time there's no guarantee like you don't know what's gonna happen to you but you know what you can do now you know you know, oh, there's the a person that's in need. I could, I could get, I could give that money. I could give my my money away. And like, even, even, even if you have, even if you just want to feel good, like the fact that you're helping another person is is like is, is good enough, you know. And 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 just as somebody said, like you want to fill up that that bank account in Alkhara, or you don't want to go there with an the empty bank account, you know. So yeah. so yeah. that's 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 that's, a, that's an amazing point. Ozzy, you have anything you want to add before we go?
1: No nah, man I just wanted to kind of give like show the space to just like talk about what he does because to be honest bro I think he's like mashallah like I I know a lot of different individuals you know and I can honestly say Shammi is one of the type of guys like he genuinely cares about the people who he gets involved with you know I've had countless conversations with him about this he helps a lot of the people that he knows and stuff so I just wanted to give him the space and time just to like just talk about what you do bro like you know like let the people know that you're here to help and you're here to kind of uh provide guidance to individuals so I feel like a lot of guys are Trying to figure out ways in which they can kind of get their life started in certain, in, in, in like a good halal ma- manner, you know. So, bro, may Allah bless it, and may Allah keep you going, man. It's, you're helping a lot mm-hmm. of people out, bro. I mean, I
2: mean, I mean. Yeah, I mean. All
1: right,
0: so, so yeah, I guess we'll end the episode here. Shamli, thank you again. You you can come on whenever whenever you want, you know. You're uh, you you're 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 unlimited guest on the Food Living Podcast.
2: Yeah, definitely gonna take a wing uh, check on that one
1: yeah
0: you know all right, so yeah follow somebody at uh, beyond nine to five on Instagram, and he'll answer any of you guys the questions. all right, see you guys next week, bye,. Yeah. So-